अथ द्वाशेषमर्षिशमेंद्रम रोष विस्फारिते क्षण आसाद्यम सौमित्रीं सुहृद भ्रातर प्रिय उवाचेद सधर्येण धारय सत्मगृह्य रोषं शोक धैर्यश्रिवलम गृहीवा हर्ष मुतम उपक्लम यदेत मे अभिषेकाथमुतमर्तय क्षिप्र कुर कार्यम निरव्यय सौमित्रेयोषेकाथे मम संभार संभ्रम अभिषेक निवृत्थे सोस्त संभार संभ्रम यदिषेकाथे मनसंप्यते माता नयथान सैशंका तथा कुर तस्ंका मयं दुखम मुहूर्तम नोत्सहे मनसी प्रति सजात सौमित्रेहमुपेक्षि न बुद्धिपूर्व नाबुम स्मरामीह कदाचना मातृणवाहम कृतमिप्रिम सत्यसंधश्च निपराक्रम परलोकभयाधी निर्भयस्तु पिता मस्वेदस्मण्य प्रतिसंहृते सत्यम नेतिमनस्तापस्तापस्तपे अभिषेक विधान संहृत्यलक्ष्मण अन्वेवाह विछा वनम गुरा प्रव्राजनादृतकृत्यामज सुतंभरतम्यग्रमिषेचयता मयि चीराज नरे जटा मंडलधारिणी गतेरण्यम चैकेया भविष्य मनस्सुखम बुद्धि प्रणीता मनश्च सुसमित तम तो नारहामि संक्लेष्ट प्रव्रजिष्यामिमाचिता सौमित्रे द्रष्टव्यो मवासने राज्य सेनरेवर्तने कैकेया प्रतिपत्ति कथम सैन्म वेदने यदि तस्नभावोंतासीथम्य नमातृषु मतर भूतपूर्व विशेषो वसमयि सुते सोभिषेक निवृत्थ प्रवासाथ दुर्वचै उग्रैर्वाक्यैरहंतवात्थे कथम प्रकृति संपन्ना राजपुत्री तथा गुणा ब्रूयाकृते वस्त्री मत्पीड्यम भर्तृसन्निधौ यदचिम तो तदूतेष्वि नहते व्यक्त मयि चस्याच पति विपर्य कश्चन सौमित्रेयोधुमुत्सहते पुमाग्रहण किंचिकर्मण्यन्न दृश्य से सुख दुखे भयक्रोधौ लाभालाभोभवाभव यिंचिथाभूत ननु दर्म तत्षयोप्युग्रतपसो दैवेनाचोदिता उत्सृजनियमस्तीव्रृश्यंते कामुसकमेहयदस्मावर्तते निवर्तारब्धमारंभनु दर्म तत्तया बुद्ध्या संस्तभ्यात्मात्मना व्याहतेषेक मे परितापो न विद्यते तस्मादरीतापस्म स्वम्यनुविधा मं 
ಪ್ರತಿಸಂಹಾರಯಕ್ಷಿಪ್ರಮಾಭಿಷೇಚನಿಕೀಂಕ್ರಿಯಾಂ ರಾಜ್ಯಂಬಾವನವಾಸೋಭಾವನವಾಸೋಮಹೋದಯಃಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಸ್ಮಿನ್ಮಮರಾಜ್ಯವಿಘ್
accomplished of purpose as a result of my banishment, let Kaikeyi, the daughter of King Ashwapati, then install her son Bharata this very day without any distraction of mind. On my having proceeded to the forest, clad in the bark of trees and deer skin, and wearing a coil of matted locks, the mind of Kaikeyi will be gratified. Surely I ought not to give offence to Providence by crossing his purpose, as it is by him that this idea of sending me away into exile to the forest has been infused into the mind of Kaikeyi through the machination of Mantara and her mind fully set at rest on the question. I shall accordingly go into exile. Let there be no delay. Providence alone should be regarded, O son of Sumitra, as responsible for sending me into exile as well as for taking back from me the sovereignty of Ayodhya offered to me. How could the resolution of persecuting me by way of sending me into exile enter the mind of Kaikeyi, my own mother, if this idea of hers were not prompted by providence? For you already know, O gentle brother, that no discrimination was ever made by me between my mothers in the past, nor was any distinction made even by her between her son and myself. As such, I cannot hold anything other than the will of Providence responsible for her, galling the king with pungent words, hard to utter even for any other, urging him to stop my installation and sending me into exile. How else could she, a princess of gentle disposition and possessing such rare qualities of head and heart, utter like an uncouth woman in the presence of her husband words intended to torment me? That which cannot be foreseen is surely a decree of providence and it cannot be set aside by any among created beings. Evidently, therefore, it is by the will of providence that the unexpected has befallen me as well as her. Again, what man can dare contend, O son of Sumitra, with destiny, of which no indication can be found other than the consequence of an act? Joy and sorrow, fear and anger, gain and loss, birth and death and whatever similar experience comes to a particular individual, that is unquestionably the work of providence. Strongly impelled by destiny, even sages practicing severe austerities are led astray by concupiscence and anger, etc., abandoning their strict observance. Setting aside an undertaking already commenced with the help of requisite materials, that which takes place unexpectedly without any ostensible cause is undoubtedly the doing of providence. In spite of my installation having been interrupted, no agony is experienced by me who have fully steadied my mind by recourse to this true wisdom. Therefore, rid of agony and following my line of thought, cause you the proceedings of the installation to be stopped at once. With all these jars containing sacred waters brought together for my consecration, O Lakshmana, will be accomplished by my bath at the inauguration of my vow of asceticism. Or what have I to do in reality with this water accompanied in abundance by auspicious articles collected for the installation? Water drawn by me personally will serve to inaugurate my vow of asceticism. Moreover, O Lakshmana, do not give way to remorse over the loss of fortune. To me it matters little whether sovereignty falls to my lot 
or exile, the latter being of greater consequence in that it will be free from worries and favourable for asceticism and will afford me an opportunity to redeem father's pledge given to Kaikeyi. Our youngest mother, Kaikeyi, ought not on any account be suspected of having brought about this interruption in my installation, nor our father, both of whom are subject to the control of Providence, for you know Providence to be possessed of unfailing power. Thus ends Canto 22 in the Ayodhya Kanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.